Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to the latest episode of Five on the Floor Live. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. Tonight's floor plan, we are going to get into the Miami Heat's victory. Victory. The Heat win. It feels good to be on the right end of one of these uh, uh, games, fellas, because I know that four-game losing streak was no fun. So tonight's floor plan, we're going to talk about the Miami Heat's 113-105 victory over the Washington Wizards at home. With me is the coach, Sean Rochester. Follow him on Twitter at SRochesterNBA. Um, and then we have also with me, Brian Fonseca. You can follow him at Brian Fonseca and why on Twitter as well. Before we dive into the matchup, the things we like, the things that continue to plague this damn team, I'm going to take a deep breath. Uh, let's shout out one of the great sponsors of this network of this program, particularly of this post game show five on the floor live. And that's a aggressive insurance. There are, uh, led by Lynette, who is a great friend of the program, always in the comments, always watching. We appreciate her contribution. A Aggressive Insurance is a broker agency that's been servicing South Florida for over 15 years. They offer auto insurance, homeowners, condo, life insurance, retirement programs, free notary service to all their clients. They represent the leading insurance carriers in South Florida. So if you have a bad driving record, that's no problem. No driver refused. Free phone quotes. Lynette will make the process super easy. Go to insurance by Lynette. That's with two N's and two T's.com. Again, that's insurance by Lynette.com or check out a aggressive insurance on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. So lots to get to here. I don't really know where to start, but I'm going to start with, um, I guess, probably the obvious. And that is that the Heat get back in the wing column. They get a little more whole. Kyle Lowry looked amazing in the first half. Uh, they still squandered a lead. Tyler Hero did some things late that were good. And um, I want to talk a little bit about um, Caleb's night. I think that's probably the rundown if if people want the, the quick rundown. Sean, I'm going to come to you first on this. Uh, Kyle Lowry had a throwback night. He's had some tough shooting nights recently, but boy, has he been playing a lot of minutes. He has been keeping this team 
I guess you could call it together, but they don't feel very together as they've been losing. But tonight, he definitely spearheaded their efforts, had the best, um, highest scoring half, first half of his career, not just in a Miami Heat uniform, but of his career with 24 points, um, was clutch despite foul trouble. What did you see from Kyle that you liked tonight specifically? Uh, I am again saying, sorry, Kyle, I apologize, but um, this is a, a great, performance and showing by him and i'm interested to hear what your thoughts were on it yeah i mean obviously kyle um he's the head that drives our train and uh without gabe out there we've seen when we've had other guys at point guard what happens um i I hope that people are starting to appreciate him a little bit more the minutes that he's putting in the production that he's done as of late um we just need this to continue and he's not going to have don't get me wrong he's not going to have the same production as he does every night tonight that's not that's unrealistic but can he chip in when jimmy comes back continue to lead the offense get us into good shots i know eventually we're going to talk about the offense and the stagnation he has to be the person that gets us into good spots good shots good offense the ball has to move all those things that's on him um in addition to that obviously he's he's doing a pretty good job on defense uh i think there's a little bit to be uh, desired at point of attack, but that's kind of a plaguing problem of everyone, not just Lowry. So hopefully Gabe's back soon, but uh, without him, you don't win this game and uh, ugly wins are better than ugly losses. So good, good, good game for good game for Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and this is funny. I say 24 in the first half, he finished with 28 and 35 minutes, seven of 12 from the field, five of six from three, uh, hit all nine of his free throws. I like nine free throw attempts, six rebounds, three assists, four turnovers, no steals, block five fouls, just so that you guys kind of know the counting stats on Kyle. Um, Pre-show, Brian uh, quickly alluded to Caleb Martin, and and that's where I want to go next because I feel like he had – basically the performance they had to have from someone else with Tyler just kind of getting back into the groove. I thought Bam had a bad game overall tonight and we'll get, we'll get there in a minute, but they needed somebody else to play really well. Caleb Martin, haha, not at the four, but starting at the three ends up with a really great game. Brian, what did you see from Caleb that jumped off the page with him playing the three, do you think how much of it is, is is it attributed to that, or is this just he hit threes? Tell me what you thought about Caleb's performance tonight. I don't know if I ever want to see Caleb Martin taking seventeen shots and nine of them being three pointers, <laughs> but he was four for nine today. And look, coming into the game, thirty eight percent from three for the season. Okay, uh, I thought he was great. It's just. I'm never going to look at his jump. This is just his form. I'm never going to look at the jumper and be like, oh, man, that's going in. I'm just never going to get there, right? But when he makes four for nine, it's easy for you to shut up, right? And he was – he's very confident. He's a very confident player. And that's the thing that's key in order to play him down the stretch. He played 40 minutes tonight. He also had nine rebounds. He had 24 points, nine rebounds, and four assists. And you see, like, he makes all these little plays, and this is why people loved him so much last year. It's not just the Milwaukee game. It's the things he would do, like just getting after loose balls, forcing loose balls, getting deflections, things like that on the defensive end, and sort of getting to the right spots, knowing when to cut offensively, knowing when to move. And today, shooting open shots with confidence, which is something that the team needed. Gabe Vincent has not been able to do that at the level that I've expected. Most of the team hasn't. 
right? They got Tyler Hero back today. We're going to get into him and, he, and his performance, particularly in the fourth quarter, I'm sure. But I thought Caleb Martin, like, he's not a four. I don't want to see him necessarily at the four. I do think, like, look, basketball is more positionless. So to me, it's not necessarily about putting a number or a PF next to where Caleb Martin is on the floor. But if you're going to have him out there with either Struess or Hero, just in a general sense, with Lowry, Butler, and Kate, like he's obviously one of the forwards there. And, you know, he has to play out of position, play levels above. And that's something that concerns me with this club in general. But I think Caleb Martin overall was fantastic tonight. And if he's going to make four three-pointers out of nine, every game you take it. Now, that's not going to happen every game. But look, he's clearly worked on his three-point shot. Not the form, but the result. And, you know, even last year, he was he was okay from that range. So if he's going to give you reasonable production, I'm not expecting 24 points every night, but if he can give you solid two-way play, and if he's going to continue to make big plays down the stretch, particularly in the fourth quarter, like, again, Tyler Hero has the miss. He finds a way to just get into the lane, a spot where nobody's there, grabs the rebound, gets quickly gets a putback. I don't even know how he found that angle beneath the basket, right? He almost broke his back getting that layup in. But that was the dagger, essentially. And he makes all those little plays that you need um, when he's in the right role, really. I've I've been really impressed with Caleb all season because to your point, like I feel like they've asked him to do way too much. And he's he's kind of um, for, you know, within the context of what I was expecting him to have to shoulder in terms of the burden and playing uh, so many minutes and compared to what he's doing, I, I, I'm interested um, to see long term what they think for Caleb because I I really think he's much better as a three I like that you said no PF next to the roster uh, are you know like next to the lineups when I was in middle school sixth grade seventh grade eighth grade ninth grade let's see if y'all did this too I used to sit and like write the heats lineup down on a paper and I'd be like power forward small forward center shooting guard point guard and then i'd have like the backups and i would literally sit in class and just like write that and like figure out different lineups that was where my team building stuff started to get i did that with my own high school team even though our center was like six three well i did too and our center was (laughs) six four that's so funny you say that were Um, you trying to explore like the Dwayne coswell zoe lineups exactly (laughs) yep Uh figuring out we're still not getting it 20 years later. I can't this believe is true. it. You know how many classes it took me to figure out how they were going to play Brian Grant, Alonzo Mourning, and Anthony Mason together? No, that's oh for God. a conversation for you another show. not do that in 2022. Oh, um, we have a super chat we have to get to. Yeah, right. And we're going to take a lot of comments, actually. We're going to pivot off of just kind of dissecting this game. There's a yeah. couple of things I want to get to. Um, and then we're going to really just read comments and, and, and then get out of here and let everyone enjoy their Thanksgiving break. Uh, before we uh, take any comments or go any further, want to give a major shout out to our daily fantasy sponsor, and that's Prize Picks. Download the app, get in on it, particularly right before Thanksgiving. Uh, there's a great play with uh, Justin Jefferson. With over uh, all, all you needed was him to get one receiving yard. It was like a free play, free uh, and. Prize picks is it's daily fantasy made easy. You use the code five to get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. You pick your players, pick your stats, pick your overs and your unders. You can win up to 10 times your money. They always have a lot of cool promotions going on, but use that code five to get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. These third quarter, uh, third quarters are for real again. Um, 
they blew another lead here. I'm on the off the floor feed slandering Kyle Kuzma, and then he starts making shots, although he's still inefficient. I don't want Kyle Kuzma. 13 for 27 and two yeah. for 13 from yeah. three. Six. I like I like him, but like I, I get it. Yeah, say save Kyle Kuzma as I don't know some if you want I don't know if savior. you want I don't know if you want him and Hero on the same team. Either. No, no, no there's gotta be some kind day, of you rule, know <laughs> rule against that. Sean is a coach. Sean, have you ever had a team that comes out of halftime and like has these kind of moments where like 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 it becomes a thing where they come out flat? every half or every like has there been a quarter and how do you manage that with a team is it is it psychological do you not talk about it because then it becomes a bigger elephant in the room have you ever had to handle that in your coaching career and what the hell do you do because i i don't understand it how they can continually have these lapses where they blow leads over and over again it feels like that has to be mental but you know better than i yeah, you know what? I, I actually have uh, it kind of connects to you like teams in your area were my region. So we used to have to ride in a bus all the way up to Charleston and play Stahl High School in Berkeley. And it's like a three hour bus ride. And we would struggle to get off the bus. So not necessarily halftime, but getting off the bus, we would dig ourselves a hole. Um, we were the team. and We won the region that year. We went nine and one. But we would have to get punched in the mouth before they would respond. And it was like we never panicked because we had been there so many times. Um, to connect that to the heat rather than my experience, you know, in, in varsity girls basketball. But like, I didn't see panic in this team too much, but the losing streak, I think you could tell there was like a sense of urgency tonight. It wasn't a must win. Um, what I saw in the third quarter was stagnant offense. And that's what seems to be the problem. A lot of pull up threes also, which was very odd uh, pull up threes from guys. You don't want shooting pull up threes. Um, but they figured out a way to get it back into a lead. They found a way to win. Um, so it's stuff that has to get ironed out. But I think at the same time, um, you just need to, you just need to win games. You know, yeah. uh, there's so true. In, in, <laughs> in two weeks, we're not going to remember how ugly this win was or how it came about. We're just going to see that number in the win column. So I, I hate to dissect it too much because at this point, it's just like, just, just pile wins, pile good days. It's true. And I mean, they out rebounded the Wizards. They've shot better from three than the Wizards. Uh, they got 41 three point shots up, which is hilarious. Still shot well from the free throw line. Um, in terms of analysis, let's close here, Brian. Tyler Hero, uh, he struggled, and the first half was not good. And I, I didn't expect him to come out you know, crazy right off the bat. Cause I think it was a question mark, whether he was even going to play, which uh, that's, that was a bizarre thing in itself, the way that he looked ready and then didn't play, etc. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app, get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for four 99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or seven up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Fourth quarter. Feels like he gets his legs under him, gets comfortable, gets going. Um, 
anything particular from Tyler that you saw change mid game from him, or is it as simple as just you get in the rhythm and go? Did they defend him differently? What What were your thoughts on the way Tyler closed? Because I feel like he kind of sealed the victory for them and and kind of made sure that those runs didn't come back to kill the Heat at the end. He was clearly intentional at getting to his spots. And he hadn't gotten going before that. And I feel like that's what really got him there. Like coming around screens, being able to get to his pull-up three, which he made four of, I believe, in the fourth quarter. You know, had 12 of his 17 points in the fourth quarter. And I think that's sort of what, like, you know, like anything else. If you're, even if you're out shooting around fundamentally, whatever it is, and you start missing jumpers and you start, you have to get to your spots you're comfortable at in order to, you know, make them, they would teach you to try to get to the elbow. That's something that it looked like he tried to do, but was so wide open from three on that first one that he was able to pull up and take it. So it was like, all right, because we know he's a great elbow shooter as well. And I think that's really it, like trying to get his rhythm. You know, the injury took him out for a, a longer than we expected, but ankles are tricky, especially sprained ones. Um, it wasn't a high sprain, which is good because that can sideline you for a month or more. And it was encouraging to see him, like, at least even though, you know, he struggled. You didn't expect a lot out of him today. At least I didn't. And then he was able to find his seat legs when the team needed him in the fourth quarter. And that's sort of like what you have to do as a star because you have to treat him as a star. Now he got the contract doesn't kick until next year, but he got the contract six man of the year and someone who we would all deem has at least all star potential from the standpoint of like in his career, we're expecting him to make one or two all star games. Some people would say more than that. I say get to one or two first. It's guard. It's the East. It's difficult to do. But if you're on a winning team, it's very possible. And I also want to say that for Bam, just to mention him before we get to comments, was really battling on the boards today. He was five for 15, but a couple of those shots ended a shot clock. And he, he was putting up some shots where he would go out and try to get his own rebound after. Like the effort was there. And for me, it's like, okay, that's encouraging, right? And I also think he did some things on the defensive end that made Chris Das Porzingis uncomfortable. Porzingis finished 8 of 19 shooting. And I think that's something to, to, to note. He was also 2 of 9 from 3. He settled for 9 three-pointers, in part because of what Bam was able to do on the defensive end. So those two guys, not their best, but you want guys to have productive nights and play winning basketball when they're not at their best. That's what makes guys stars in this league. And they were able to at least showcase elements of that, be it against the Golden of uh, the Golden State Warriors, the Washington Wizards, <laughs> yeah. definitely not the Golden State Warriors, be it against the Washington Wizards without Bradley Beal. Although Bradley Beal, I don't know how much he actually affects winning, but that's another discussion for another day. Wow. And they were able to to do that. So shout out to Batman Hero for what they did tonight. Like Sean said before, a win is a win is a win. We needed a win. We got a win. They played them again Friday, so. Yep, and go. it's tough to get them twice. I think that this is a good moment for the Heat to get another one against a division team. That'll be twice then that they'll have a division foe come to Miami with Charlotte the last time. Uh, but they got to start finding consistency, right? Like that's the thing about this is that even though this victory is encouraging, until the consistency comes, I don't know how much we can really take from it. And that's going to take sustained game over game um, just – winning uh, and to, to Sean's point it throws all the bullshit out like all of the matchups and rosters and and spots and luxury tax and all that bullshit like this is where they're gonna have to either figure it out or the season will be basically uh 
for nothing. Sean, you came off mute. Hit me with any comments before we go to all of our uh, live viewers' comments. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward to those comments. But I want to shout out Haywood Highsmith. I think Haywood Highsmith, I mean, five points, eight rebounds is not going to jump off the stat page. But the rebound's important. And I just think he plays with consistent energy. He's going to make mistakes. Jamal Cain's the same way. He's going to bring you energy. Jamal Cain fouls way too much. He reaches in and does stupid things. But that's okay. Jovic is going to make mistakes too. Those three guys, especially when you're injured, I think you live with that stuff. And, and, and to me, like, I think those guys did enough to help you rather than hurt you. I, I know single game plus minus is a stupid stat. Haywood was plus 16 in his 37 minutes. Haywood Highsmith played 37 minutes People in a big boy NBA that. basketball game today. Sean, they're mad about that. They're asking why Jovic didn't play more. They're like, why did – and I think it's a valid question. I'd be interested to, for Spo to answer that question. I think he'd have a viable answer that would make sense. You think it's as easy as the the trust on the defense and energy? 12 minutes for Jovic. I feel like he could have gotten more. He didn't have any fouls. He wasn't in foul trouble here. They have enough zone where they – I mean, I feel like they can mask him. But, I mean, Highsmith, you cannot – uh, deny that he definitely brought the energy. Is it really just that defensive part of this that that is the difference between 37 and 12 minutes between those two guys? I mean, I, I'll see what Brian thinks. I, I think it's an athleticism difference in a way. Those two guys, Haywood and uh, Jamal Kane, with the rebounding and athleticism, but they're making defensive mistakes too. I'm okay with as long as Jovic is playing some minutes. 12 minutes is okay. Like, even with Jimmy comes back, get him 8 to 12 minutes every single game to get that experience. But if he doesn't trust him, I know that I've been in, in, engaged in a Twitter timeline battles about this. I trust Spo because he's at practice. He's in the huddles. He's in training. All this stuff, he knows more than us about Jovic. And I, and I get it. The kid looks great. But trust that Spo knows what he's doing because he's around him a lot more than we are. I, I will just add that, like, uh, I personally want to see more Nikola Jovic minutes. Um, was surprised to see that in the 12 minutes he was minus eight, but he did have seven points and five rebounds. Uh, just a little bit of uh, box score Stugats there. Uh, salute to the Levitar show. Uh, I would say that with Nikola Jovic, like, he just adds something to their, really their offense, their defense. I mean, I don't think he's, like, completely lost there all of the time. It's something that he's going to develop. I think he can give them good minutes. I don't think he necessarily needs 20 plus minutes every night, um, even while they're shorthanded. And, you know, tonight it worked, right? Like it was fine. I think he could have like, he could have helped more. They played and I don't think he necessarily needs to play one position. You could run him out of, as a small ball five. You could run him as a four. You could run him as a three. And there were times where in Europe he would play the one because he would have the ball in his hands a lot. Like he can kind of be everywhere. It doesn't matter. Um, but I do want to see more of him. On this particular game, I get it, though. Like, may- maybe, it, maybe it was a Porzingis thing. Maybe they wanted more from him, whatever. Like, I, I defer to Eric Spolstra as well. A lot of people uh, say that he's the best coach in an NBA. Everyone up here would agree. I think <laughs> talking to him, talking to you, he fans, you're a little bit spoiled and kind of lose sight of that sometimes. I would defer to Eric Spolstra at the end of the day. But I do think Nikola Jovic uh, should get more minutes when, you know, when warranted, for sure. Well, and this is the other thing, like he is starting in this lineup. And I think that it's, it's Spo acknowledging what we all want to see, but I think throughout the course of a game, 
to your guy's point, he's going to go with who he trusts more and the defensive stuff. I think that there's probably to quote the great Nikias Duncan, there is film. We saw you. There is film of what you did when he was talking about LaMarcus Aldridge, where there's probably film of Jovich missing some defensive assignments. And when they go through that stuff, it becomes abundantly clear because he doesn't look like he necessarily expects to be in, uh, in these moments anyway. So he's young. Um, Manny, uh, man, Manny Chang's on the ones and twos for everybody who's uh, watching and listening on the podcast feed as this will go there. Probably uh, you'll be listening to us on Thanksgiving. Let's do these uh, comments. Super chats come first. This is Sal Soprano. Nice to get back in the win column. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Be safe. Uh, be healthy. All that good stuff. Be grateful, as I've said, as a Heat fan throughout these years. Um, and yes, it does feel good to get back in the win column. Another one. Parrish Stevens, again with Jovich only playing 12 minutes. We just talked about that for a while, so I feel you, man. But uh, let's hit another one. Brian, you got this. Man, he's looking for a good one here. All right, Tiff. Uh, I actually did see that comment. Put the put Tiff's one back. Which one was it? Uh, I would like to see the starting lineup of Jimmy Bam, Tyler, Kyle, Jovich. That's also what I want to see. Me too. We talked about this a little bit on a recent episode. Uh, Tiff, we're on the same page. Lowry at the point, running with Tyler, Jimmy, Jovich, and Bam. And I, I think under this scenario, there are going to be times where Jovich only plays 12 minutes, 15, where he's kind of treated like redacted, redacted Call of Duty player who used to be on the starting lineup for this team, right? <laughs> There's going to be times where he's treated like that because Spo might be looking for Caleb Martin to add something and Maybe Haywood Highsmith has a big game or whatever. Like Gabe Vincent finally has it going from three and they want to size down a little bit. Like it's going to, that's going to be sort of the spot that gets played around with as far as closing games. But the other four guys, Kyle, Jimmy, Bam, Tyler, will close most of the games that they're going to play in. Keep the comments coming. Pamela Graham, thank you for the $4.99 donation. Shout out to Kyle. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well. Uh, any other uh, super chats come up to the front? Otherwise, we'll, uh, Sean can take this one. Uh, it's from N Lands. It says, Oladipo, what happened him now? So <laughs> I agree, by the way. Yeah. What had happened? Our was... sentiments exactly. <laughs> uh what had happened was um i i don't know um it's it seems like uh i don't know greg can probably allude to this more because i don't know what i'm allowed to say and what i'm not but if you're an off the floor uh subscriber uh it does sound like he's maybe getting closer yeah that's greg 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 can you actually like for a minute because we want to get some others but like for a minute because he went on the trip and i think people hear that and they're like oh he must be close I yeah. watched him warm up in Washington last Friday, and he he moved like an athletic NBA player. I mean, he was not limited. I mean, it wasn't like – he didn't seem to be like out there trying to get work by – but limiting what he's doing. He was going full go. He had a sweat going. I mean – I've and heard – And with Gabe struggling, Greg, is this something to potentially monitor moving forward? I mean, that would be nice. I just – I'm reluctant to rely on Vic – too much but it sounds like that they're uh 
there's indications he could be back sooner rather than later. And I think that that is encouraging. I think maybe, um, you know, the hope is that whatever they've been doing behind the scenes there, that he's responded well to that. Uh, that was the latest news uh, that came out of the arena tonight. So we'll, we'll see when he does get the chance to play because they definitely could use him, but I'm just reluctant to go there. I just feel like it, it's, it's setting people up for uh, disappointment, but it would be nice to get another, you know, player that does some of the stuff that they need out on the court. We got Jason uh, Adebuale. I did Adebuale. my best uh, with the 199 donation. Thank you. Surprise, surprise. Caleb plays the three and plays well. We talked about that earlier, y'all. <laughs> like His perfect role is th- the three utility man off the bench, like in that um, – Kind of, I, I, the James Posey role isn't exactly a, a one-to-one comp on the 2006 team, but kind of like that, like that like wiry wing that comes off the bench and can do a ton of different stuff. Um, so yeah, when he's in that spot, he obviously plays well. Let's take a couple more, and then we'll we'll get we'll get up out of here and let y'all enjoy your Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes, twit. <laughs> Twisted tapioca, whoever sure, that we won't is. Call, we won't call him by his real Does name. Does Sean look like everyone's middle school <laughs> PE substitute? No, he looks like an official teacher. Come on, y'all. He's an educator. I think he looks like a coach. He definitely looks like a coach. <laughs> I got a whole lot of these quarter zip under armor <laughs> every day. Just rotate colors. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're in your 30s. <laughs> Hey, I, I do the same thing. And lands FTX still the name of Miami Center. It was never called Miami Center, and FTX is not the name of it. It was Moving never on. called FTX, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Next I mean, comment. <laughs> la- the last comment as we hit almost the 30 minute mark on this post game show. Thank you for hanging with us, everybody. For sure. And with a bang, Manny. No pressure. There's probably like nothing. Oh, there, there we go. Arlene VP says, Spo has a system. We may not understand it. We just need to trust him. This is what Sean was saying, Greg, right? That's a great way to end the show. Trust Spo. <laughs> Be grateful for Spo. I asked each of these fine gentlemen to come to this show with one thing that they're grateful for as Miami Heat observers or one thing that the Miami Heat should be grateful for. I could tell in the text thread that they both rolled their eyes at me bringing this kind of crap to the show, but that's just what I do. And what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for Eric Spolstra, Sean. Wow. I don't know if you were going long form or short form on this, but uh, you know, I had a three hour drive before I got here. So I thought uh, two things We're starting to get healthy as a team. And the second thing I thought about is just like the five reasons crew and community, the listeners and everything. That's it's cool to be able to have a lot of different opinions and talk heat basketball with a lot of cool people that, you know, you wouldn't know otherwise. Yeah. I'm, I'm in New York and I enjoy this team following this team and creating content around them uh, with the five reasons sports crew while being able to go on my other media ventures. It's great. Like 2022, you're able to do that kind of stuff. So, I would say uh, the crew we have and what we do. And uh, I, I would like for this team to get some more wins so that we can have better things to talk about. So. Right. Look at y'all <laughs> bringing, bringing none of this 500 responses. chasing. I'm bringing none of this 500 basketball. chasing, yo. You don't want to do it like a couple of years ago where they were just chasing 500. 
Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Fire Regional Sports Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.